Live to two hard drives on two hemispheres. You're listening to Spring Food Joe, the world's number one podcast about two friends who once hosted America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. Coming to you from the 29th floor of the Canton Tower in Guangzhou, Guangdong, in the People's Republic of China, my name is Andy Carr. And from the 16th floor of the Hammond's Tower here in Springfield, Missouri, <laughs> in these United States... This is Dan Howell. How are you doing, Andy? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing very good. It's 10 a.m. my time. The date is Saturday, October 2nd here as we record this, but it's a, it's a little earlier in time for you. Wow, Andy, that's wild. It is mm-hmm. Friday here. Looking at a cool 9.13 p.m. I'm a regular Brown Duck Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you are a regular Doc Brown, Andy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, doing really good, Dan. Been out of quarantine for what, like three, three, four weeks, something like that. Andy, how you oh. doing, by the way? <laughs> I thought you asked me. <laughs> oh, did I? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm on holiday, Dan. We're off for Golden Week. It's a big holiday. It's the equivalent of Thanksgiving here in China, where I am. Almost said here in Japan, which is a place where I'm not, where I've never been. <laughs> That happened a lot, Andy. You forget no. which country you're in. You, you still not, wake it, up and think you're here and good old spring food mo. That has not happened. And I think a part of it is because I wake up, see cats, look out the window and see like bright lights of a city and uh-huh. huge buildings. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you know, this is definitely not Springfield. Uh, <laughs> our apartment building is taller than the tallest building in Springfield. The one you're in right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It feels very different. What's going on in Springfield, by the way? I saw some big news that we can get to here in a bit, but what's going on with you? Oh, boy. Springfield? Oh, man. Andy, I gotta say, I have not, uh, I haven't been in a while, you know, until today recording. Um, I've been uh, summering. Mm. Uh, Of course, fall is the new summer. (laughs) And uh, I have now, I've been summering in uh, Nebraska, which... uh, it's pretty nice, actually. Omaha, um, where where the band 311 is from. Uh, I don't know if you had any questions about Nebraska. Uh, Springfield, I really couldn't tell you. <laughs> what are you doing up there in Nebraska with your time? Oh, I, I mean, the, the, the you know, the, the, I, it's a, I, I, you know, surely you know this. It's a pretty popular spot just to... Just to go go vacation, uh, you know. It, 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 I mean, surely you remember the Missouri uh, Falls. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know it's been a while since you've been here, but you yeah, know it's how pretty brutal, how notoriously oh, unpleasant the fall yes. in Missouri. Yeah. I yeah. just got to get out of town. You know, mm-hmm. only summer and winter for me. The only time oh, yeah. that the weather's really good in Missouri is the deepest of summer and the darkest of winter. Well, in exactly. I mean, that's what I've always said. So, you know, fall comes around, uh, aka deep summer, and you, uh, <laughs> you, you, you gotta. You I gotta, really like uh, that. <laughs> I don't think I actually coined that. Uh, no. You gotta head about six hours north, um, hit it Omaha style um, and just, you know, there's all there's stuff to see up here. Uh, the people are so nice. The people in Springfield. Kind of, kind of jerks. 
compared <laughs> to some of these Omaha folks. Is that true? That's why Oral Roberts came up here. <laughs> well, uh, I have no idea if anything you're saying is true. If you made a trip to Nebraska or something, um, mo- I, to be honest, most of my questions about Nebraska are probably pre- pretty corny. So, mm, won't ask. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you, that certainly did make me a husk of a man. Uh, <laughs> Andy, uh, Springfield's been, been good. Uh, a couple of nights ago, went to the old Outland ballroom hmm. for the first time in goodness. I don't even know. Probably two did years. Did you go to that Brad Pitt show? No, I didn't. Uh, I missed that. I uh, thought real hard about going to it and then uh, <laughs> totally beefed and forgot about it. Really? Uh, no, I heavily to... considered it as if that like... <laughs> I considered it so hard. <laughs> um, it was almost as good as going to the show. I, as far <laughs> as I see it, thinking about going, regretting not going and then being content and having not gone. Mm-hmm. Um Almost as good as having seen the music. No, I went to see uh, 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 Deeper and Ohm. Mm. Couple Chicago bands played the the Outland Ballroom on a lovely Wednesday night. Perfect night for uh, post punk, uh, and then that you know that really brings all the kids out. Couldn't even tell you how many people were there, Andy. Honestly, because fifteen you know, twenty. Right up in the front row, mm. you you can't see the crowd size whenever they're all behind you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of people. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was gonna say you like to a, post, a punk band in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, Sounds like twenty people. Uh, uh, I would put it around twenty, maybe forty. Yeah, I, I, big, I would, big room I would say felt empty. 40. Something like that. Uh, yes. mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, I showed up way too early. Classic. Uh, but, but it was a good time uh, as far as the rest of Springfield. <laughs> I don't really know, Andy. Yeah. How is the nation of China? <laughs> we'll get to that. It's not a nation. It's a Republic. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> well, Hey, that's uh, news to me. You're already we gotta filling s- me in. <laughs> we got to celebrate. I mean, I guess technically it's also a nation, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, we got to, we got to celebrate slash mourn an event. In Springfield, wow. just announced two days ago, one day ago for you. Do you know to what I'm referring, Dan? Andy, I wish I did, but I think it's kind of funny that you, the person in the uh, China, newly a republic, I'm hearing, mm-hmm. nope. uh, <laughs> does know. And I have <laughs> not no newly. <laughs> Pokin's leaving the newsletter, Dan. Oh, my Pokin. goodness. Wow. Pokin yeah. out. God, I wish I did know about this. I'm sure that there's so many fun uh, little turns of phrase I could make with his name. He's he's moving on to work for some unspecified nonprofit. Uh, but yeah, he what what a great nine and a half years of journalism. Wow. Uh, very entertaining. Sometimes intentionally funny. Sometimes unintentionally funny. Sometimes you can't mm-hmm. really tell what the intent was of uh, the thing that made you laugh about Pokin's writing. Love him so much. Never got to meet him in person, to my knowledge. He does just, you know, look like an old white-haired man. So I might have met him. Met a lot of white-haired men in my day. Uh, I think more than one time we were together and you thought you saw Steve Pokin. Yeah. And uh-huh. it was just a goateed old white man. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. Andy, so I, I, yeah, I just read that this morning. 
I hadn't heard that he was leaving the newsletter, but that, that it makes sense because I did just ne- see that there was a new uh, nonprofit startup of um, it's like, what, what do they do? They, uh, well, it's kind of complicated, but people ask them what's going into abandoned buildings or buildings that have like kind of sat around for a while. And then they <laughs> will answer that question. So it, it actually makes sense that these are coinciding and mm-hmm. I, I don't know what nonprofit he went to either, but, uh, would not be surprised if it was this, uh, mystery, um, find out what's in that building. Yeah. <laughs> company. Cause he's an expert. Well, we probably should do a tribute cold poking segments. And if I hadn't just stumbled upon that uh, article and mm-hmm. then, you know, the, the seven minutes that I was waiting for you to show up <laughs> in Zoom, <laughs> uh, I would not it have known about this. The tower. Yeah, no, whatever. <laughs> so I am still subscribed. I'll be subscribed for as long oh, as I, I initially signed up for. just ran out. No, that's, that's an archive, that's dude. Oh, archive okay. subscription's gone. Okay. Guess sure. who loves not spending all his time researching uh, local <laughs> restaurants? Uh, me. You haven't been uh, researching restaurants local to your area. I have done it a little bit, but the problem is that most of the information is in Mandarin, Dan, and I don't yet mm. speak or read much Mandarin. I did have a Mandarin lesson this week, which was okay. Um, I don't. Reta- I still don't retain any of it like i, I learn sure. all these rules i'm like oh yeah this is the vowel sounds and then there's it's a tonal language so there's five different tones for each vowel sound that changes the meaning of the word uh and it's just very difficult language to speak if you don't already speak a tonal language but uh it's tough because anyway, i would think that like just by speaking and hearing english those rules are being like constantly overwritten in your head mm. oh yeah like as much as you can learn them you're uh not reinforcing them Mm -hmm. basically just by plainly by like speaking another language and having your thoughts in that other language (laughs) (laughs) well another problem that i've been running into as i've been trying to well pinion is like a phonetic uh version of mandarin which is used for typing and also uh, oh sure i'm familiar Okay. Oh, pinion's like written it's like the written version of spoken chinese because actual mandarin is symbols and when I read Pinyon, I, I, I can't stop myself from reading uh, with Spanish vowels <laughs> and oh, consonants. yeah. It's like that's yeah. the other language that I've learned a little bit of. It's like sure. I'm, I'm just butchering it constantly all the time. But I've spent a lot of time in the last three or four weeks hanging out with people who have spent a lot more time here than I have other expats. People barely know any and do fine. And it's, well, it's been okay. You know, Andy, this time next year, I'm sure that you're going to be... I'll be calling you Clive Barker. Because you're going to be a regular written some books of blood? (laughs) Okay. Two two wonderful jokes just (laughs) intersecting each other. (laughs) Just so listeners know, I'm definitely going to cut those out and make them freaking here both separately. Because they're both so good. Yours Yours actually made sense. Like mine was just a reference to another Clive Barker thing, unconnected to anything that had come previously. While yours sure. was very funny, sure. and I talked right over it. <laughs> hey, that's going to happen, folks. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're we're dealing with the magic of uh with uh satellites here, and, and yeah. we do. We should really thank Elon Musk more mm. for the the tubes he's set up that let us uh, talk to each other like this. 
it, it is really, I mean, it, whatever. I don't, Elon Musk jokes aside, it's really incredible that this works as well as it does. It's insane. Uh, it's it's almost this seems to work better than a Zoom between us in yeah. the same town. <laughs> Inexplicably, uh, yeah. I can tell you that my connection is like over a hundred megabytes per second today. So maybe that's part of it. I have a very fast no. internet connection today. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Who knows, Andy? We're 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 rusty at this whole podcast yeah. hosting game. We were talking about uh, Mandarin and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man 3. What got us on oranges. (laughs) See? We both went different directions with that. That's lovely. Mandarin, I guess, is the bad guy in Shang-Chi, which I can't watch because of uh, controversial statements made by director of the Eternals. Uh, So China was just like, we're not showing Marvel movies anymore. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, the... the, 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 (laughs) The woman who directed The Eternals is, uh, uh, you know, she's a Chinese woman living in America and made some critical statements of the Chinese government, or even vaguely critical. And now uh, that those comments cost Disney millions of dollars because China will now not show Marvel movies. Dang. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I did not know that. Andy, uh, num- were, were num- we on Twitter right now and you just uh, typed that same thing out? I'd say... <laughs> It sounds freaking great. Can't mod- watch a Marvel movie. Awesome. <laughs> That's what we would say if I was a Twitter guy. Are you off Twitter? Uh, I'm no no longer signing in on my work computer. So yes, effectively. <laughs> <laughs> I, tw- I tweet much less. Oh, I love not being on, man. I-, I know that it was new last time we talked. And I can't remember if I talked about it, but I'm off Twitter and Facebook. And I'm only actively using Instagram. And I think even that I'm using less than I was before. Sure. And it's it's lovely. I, I, it's so great to just like live my life and not worry about reframing things that happen to me in a way that entertains people. Uh, yeah. In little bite-sized fragments. Love it very much. Highly recommend it. <laughs> the people just live yeah, the way that normal I, people do. <laughs> I definitely uh, uh, can't say that being on Twitter less hasn't... Uh, positively affected my life. Uh, it's nice not um, <laughs> not not being on there, not seeing all the stuff. You know it. Um, Instagram recently been having a little fun in the old stories. Yeah, uh, you have. And and, and if if any listeners, you know, any listeners, listen. Facts are facts. If you're listening to Spring Food Joe, mm. if you completed Spring Food Mo and have now moved on to the. Uh, I don't know the. I want to say Pleasure Dome. That the is bad version of it. <laughs> and you've now moved on to the bad version of it that we uh, put literally no work into. That we take more time off between each episode and put in less work. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to that, then uh, <laughs> you know. Andy, frankly, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Hence, <laughs> the bad version. <laughs> I was thinking about how you just said, oh, we're rusty. It's like, yeah, uh, it's been like three weeks, three or four weeks since the last yeah. time. I guess that's just what it's going to be now is uh, shaking mm-hmm. the dust off at the Something beginning like of that. every recording. Sort of getting the 
the hang of it again by uh, minute 45 and wrapping her up right around <laughs> minute 59. Yeah, you know, we talked last <laughs> episode about possibly making these guys shorter. And I was thinking about like, what about 15 minute episodes? But we do release them every week. And then uh, I was like, no, I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> I'm not I'm not putting in the effort to break them into 15-minute chunks and put them out every week. So if you <laughs> no want to, go ahead. <laughs> we're, through an epi- we're through an episode already. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. That's a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will break these up into 15-minute chunks, but uh, don't actually pay attention to where at all. Just right <laughs> in the middle of a sentence. It'll cut off, and you got to wait until next week to hear the resolution. During the month, or months, really, because we announced that uh, the previous show is going to be over and explain the reasons why, sure. uh, maybe even before the ink was dry on the contract or something, I don't remember, mm-hmm. uh, meaning my contract for this job, whatever, uh, people are like, well, you gotta, you got to review restaurants out in China. Yep. A lot of people came to me with that idea uh, mm-hmm. that I had already cons- obviously uh, considered myself and said, no. <laughs> Sure. Who would that be for? <laughs> just, just for yeah. me, I guess. Review a restaurant well, that, that is eight thousand sp- <laughs> miles away from anyone listening. Yeah, that's what everybody liked about Spring Food Mo is that mm-hmm. they couldn't try any of the restaurants that we talked about. Yeah, <laughs> they had never people, had them or heard of them. People would be actively upset with me if I used our story to show something I was eating in Portland. It's like, well, yeah. where is that? You mean it's not in Springfield? Mm-hmm. Why are you posting that? It's like, okay, you're going to be eight times as mad now that I'm eight times the distance uh, talking about food you can't eat. Anyway, the point I was trying to get to before I started railing on our fans, the people that uh, stuck with possible. us. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> by the way, the first Jew episode, Joe episode, did great. <laughs> it did better than really? a lot of, yeah, it did better than a lot of the like uh, bonus episodes we put up during the last month of the show. Which is pretty cool. uh, interesting. Maybe it was that great title, "Welcome to the Jungle," uh, that I came <laughs> up with just in the in the moments of posting it. The first episode of the new show uh, has more listens than the Pineapple Whip episode <laughs> of oh Spring Food Mo. It's <laughs> not crazy. What are people thinking? What a disappointment what? for them for th- over three hundred people. Andy, um, I mean, I gotta say. It may have just been looking at the runtime on that pineapple whip episode <laughs> that has kept people uh, away from it. Uh, well, it has more than Galloway uh, Grill, also. Oh well, you know. That yeah, was a it did really episode. well. Like it's un- it did unbelievably well for such a <laughs> garbage place piece of content. Yeah, that's it, I. I mean, I couldn't tell you what we talked about on that first episode of Spring Food Joe, Andy, but uh. I, it, I don't. It know. was the most. People are listening. I'm. I'm happy about it. You have to go all the way, excluding last meals, which is like the second most downloaded episode ever. Still trailing uh, that Italian place. I can't remember the name of. Jay, uh, Jay Perino's. You have to go all the way back to Fire and Ice with Ali and Lillian uh, <laughs> to find a more popular episode. By the way, congrats to Lillian By who the sold the book. Absolutely, sold congrats, a Lillian. Book. That's so cool. Can't wait to read it. Would read it right now if it was in front of me. Uh, sure. Send her Instead a message. Of recording the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> sent her a congratulatory message. Got an all caps message back. 
anyway, so I was talking about the people kept telling me I was supposed to review restaurants here. And, you know, 18 million people. There's so many restaurants. They got this mm-hmm. app, Meituan, that's a food delivery app that everyone uses. It's similar to Postmates or whatever, but it's much, much cheaper. Imagine if it costs like $1 for a Postmates delivery. Whoa. That's Meituan. And f- during dinner hours, so from like 5 to 8 or 9, there are just people wearing yellow shirts on scooters everywhere doing Meituan deliveries. Like you can just look down the window and at the street and you'll see Meituan people. Or if you get in the elevator to get up to our apartment, you're going to be in there with like five Meituan delivery people all staring at their phones. Is there a big gig economy in general out there? Like, well, that's the thing in this country. Like the government assures that everyone who wants a job has a job. Um, I don't know how, if Meituan's a big part of that, but like, yeah, there's people working everywhere. There are literally people sweeping the streets at all moments of every day. So it's like very clean. It's clean in like a way where there's not dust and debris. There's some spots that are dirty and like old, like run like run down because these buildings, like there are buildings that are 200 years old, you know. Sure. It's not like antiseptic mm-hmm. clean in that way. But there are so many people, so many restaurants, and yet uh, the expat community here and I, I've met a ton of people. I've probably met 100 people and remembered, you know, 20% of their names in the last few weeks. Uh, they go to like seven restaurants and that's it. Uh, so, <laughs> like, the, the version of that here where you review restaurants people care about or like people who would actually listen to something in English yeah. uh, not, couldn't do it. Could do not seven existed. or eight episodes. Maybe t- probably could eke out 20 if we really went deep on places that, like, a little out of the way. Um, a part of that's kind of nice. It's kind of cool to have your s- little s- small world within a much, much bigger city. Actually, it's really nice. I really like it. But uh, there's just no version of of, of the, sh- the show that we did here, I don't think. Uh, be- and there's just so many other places. Like, if we were to branch out and try a bunch of other places, yeah, I don't even know where to start. Wouldn't even have the first clue where to begin. You know who would really not like the show where you review uh, restaurants in China? People in Springfield, Missouri? Uh, me. <laughs> I would not like mm-hmm. to be involved in that show. Yeah. You would have I would no really role in it. I would hear you talk about really tasty yeah. Chinese food that I don't get to have. Well, I'm going to do a little bit about a little bit of that later. And I'm sure that'll be kind of a recurring thing. But we did brainstorm a uh, structure or format where we both have something to review. But we sort of have to work out the logistics of what that would look like. Sure. Uh, and you know... <laughs> Initially, I never wanted to talk about food in Springfield again, Andy. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, I had Thai Express again. Hey, I didn't know now, about this. We we no, I've had it again since oh, then, oh, Andy. Oh. Since then, and I, well, I specifically saved this for the show. Did we talk about the controversy on Mike? I know we, we discussed what was going on with Thai Express, and it's incredibly sad. We have not uh, litigated it. I'm not even sure that I have the full story, Andy. All I know, I went to Thai Express there on Glenstone after it had been unexpectedly closed for about a week and a half with some construction out front on Glenstone. And it effectively reopened as a new version of Thai Express. Uh, 
which is still apparently planning to move to the other side of our dear town here that's far away from its core base of customers, certainly far away from me, uh, was pretty bummed about that until I had this new revamped version of Thai Express. Now, we discussed this, Andy, privately. More expensive, mm. which, uh, you know, I, I guess I don't actually really care about that. Yeah, if they want to charge also, some more for their food, that's fine. Yeah, uh, it also wasn't the cheapest place to begin with. Like there were there was cheaper food around. Uh, it was just only it was just the cheapest version of food like that you could get. So yeah, like, I feel like I was getting twenty five percent off on every order too, which made the, the it Danny cheaper. discount. Yeah, yeah, the, the, them double D's. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, uh, uh, Masaman curry and, uh, double D's please. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so they reopened more expensive. Mm. Was not, it nicer in there? Had they remodeled? Well, here's the thing. I didn't go inside Andy. I'm a drive through mm. boy. Drive through yeah. certainly wasn't remodeled. Uh, menu, the, the drive through menu had changed. Uh, and, and strangely too they they it's it looks similar but it's now printed on a black board rather than a white Weird. one so it's almost like the uh the shadow version of the Thai express that once was a lot of missing uh -huh. menu items uh McQuery chicken woefully gone from the menu apparently they'll still make it for you if yeah. you ask for it um, a lot of things still on there. The chicken fried rice, just the plain old uh, base chicken fried rice that made my very top meals, now gone. What? Not on there anymore. I mean, I didn't ask for it. I'm sure that they would probably just make you a chicken fried rice, but the fried rice options are now Thai basil chicken fried rice, uh, Hawaiian chicken fried rice, Pineapple chicken fried rice, or uh, there's another one. I don't remember what it is, but uh, yeah, I wasn't very satisfied with my first visit there, Andy. They've changed the mm -hmm. rice as well. It's it's a pearly white rice now. No longer you, has any color to it at all. Do you like it um, more? Because I know you you at least on our episode you had pretty mixed feelings about their rice. I think the rice. I, and this might be a controversial take. I think the rice is pretty good, Andy. Okay. Uh, my first experience going back there, I, I didn't like anything at all. Um, they, they had put two of the sliced cucumbers in with the to-go order, uh, everyday Thai style, just really trying mm -hmm. to gussy it up. And, and, and it doesn't need it. The, the Thai Express doesn't need that kind of treatment. It certainly doesn't need two lukewarm slices of cucumber uh even if they are just garnish um but then this last time i went andy i had to do it to him i had to do it for you i got that peanut chicken and i think that it oh yeah <laughs> andy just threw up the freaking devil horns <laughs> he's rocking he, he looked like danzig for a second andy danzig <laughs> Yeah, Anzig. People have told uh, me that I sing. My voice sounds like his before. I don't hear that at all, but I have been told that. 
Oh, no, Andy, they were saying that you sing about your mother a lot. Mm. Uh, not untrue. There's some songs that definitely refer, refer to talking to my mom. I think that they were saying that because you start every song with mother. <laughs> oh, I got it. You've uh-huh. addressed all your songs uh, directly to your mother by starting them with the word mother. Like the song. Glendansic. Andy, I thought the peanut chicken was really, really good. Uh, it still had those crispy bits of chicken popping out of the peanut sauce. Mm. Not much mm. had changed besides the rice, which I think is an improvement. And um, yeah, right now I, I will be continuing coverage of the Thai Express saga. I hope to get more information uh without actually having to do any kind of research. Mm, yeah. Just hearsay. Um, you open uh-huh, the question yeah. hearsay. Yeah. Hearsay. And I also, and a big part of that too, is that me remembering the hearsay whenever the mics are turned on. So I'm not going to yeah. write it down or anything. Um, but we as said long the as that all were comes feuding, together, right? Do what? Wasn't that part of it? You said the Patrick's were feuding. I think there was some feud on Facebook, Andy. I, I'm hoping our listeners can cue, clue me in. It's it's time for the listeners to play the role of Andy in uh, <laughs> doing any form of research for the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me know. I heard that the Patricks were feuding. I heard that some words were said on Facebook in posts that have since been deleted. Uh, from the sounds of it and from the looks of it, uh, you know, I had speculated there was a full-blown coup. Mm. And well, by me speculating that, I mean, you said it in a text, and I uh-huh. then took it as my own thought. Well, it, the younger Patrick already owned it. Um, yeah. he, he was the, the owner of the restaurant. He'd taken over his dad's restaurant. And uh, it seems like he... Just made a ton of changes. They made it a lot mm-hmm. different than the original intent was how it seemed to me. Just even based on uh, them talking about it before I left, uh, making it look sure. nicer and moving to the south side and all that. Uh, yeah, which is unfortunate because it what was yeah. special about it was uh, it was uh, kind of junky, you know. Yeah, uh, that that I was think, the legacy know. of that place was great food and a little rundown. That, yeah. Yeah, Dime yeah, Piece I, had the Mossamon curry. As good as ever. Really tasty. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm more bummed now about the move than I am the price mm. hike and the yeah. uh, the menu changes. Because I, I just don't... I think they're going to lose the whole audience. Yeah. The, I, they're they losing yeah. me. I'm not going to make it over there. I think that price hike I, it will probably hurt them also because mm-hmm. they're... I mean, you know that that's not the wealthiest area of town where it's located, and I, yeah. most of the people that we know that love Thai Express are not the wealthiest people. Um, I would probably still go uh, if I if I was there because I was a mile away and it was my favorite dish in town. Yeah. I'd probably still go with the same frequency. I think they could raise the price on me by twenty five percent, and I I, I would have kept up. But you know, I I'm, I was a single man with a career and no debt. Like <laughs> I could do it. It wasn't going <laughs> to affect my life really. Uh, I imagine there are people for whom uh, it'll have to become a more of a special occasion to go there. I and, uh, that's not really that wasn't really their business model. You totally know? agree, Andy. Totally agree. I, I think uh, this may be a case of them getting brand new on us. Hmm. Yeah, it's too bad when places get brand new. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so the 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 food that I miss most, really, the only food that, that I miss, and I again, I haven't been here long, but Springfield Chinese food and Springfield style Thai food doesn't yeah. exist. Like it just yeah. straight up doesn't exist here. I went to a place that had uh, sort of an American style General Tso's chicken, and they got everything sure. right except for the sauce, which didn't taste at all like it looked great you know it was just chicken and rice and sauce and it looked beautiful mm. on the plate i even took a picture uh which i might post somewhere just tasted nothing like general chicken it was kind of you know it had like a black peppery taste and i was it was disappointing uh you know but that and that's one of the western restaurants that served it it's one of the places the expats go but man i miss that thai peanut sauce real bad uh supposedly thai the thai food here is not very good is what mm. I've heard from a few different people. Again, from what I found, people do not tend to be too adventurous uh, with their dining. They people are into going to uh, Michelin star restaurants. There, there's some people that go. There's like 15 Michelin star restaurants around here. One's oh, right around God. the corner from our apartment. So we're gonna go check some of those out. So you hear about those every now and again. But that's not what I want. I don't. I I love a fine dining experience, as you know. We covered some places like that on the show and really enjoyed it but like i kind of want my my ditch my ditch thai food you know oh yeah uh americanized ditch thai food i miss that peanut sauce a lot really want that uh okay so i did have a pretty great experience with a chinese barbecue recently um we live in an area uh, that has just tons of restaurants so it's it's really cool it's uh you know there's like a four four block quadrant uh, it's like you know it's like a big plus sign and all around it are you know storefronts and stuff there's probably like f- 60 restaurants in our neighborhood and sometime at some point whenever uh, my girlfriend's off doing her own thing i'm just going to start going to random restaurants and, sure. and checking them out and the other night we did the equivalent to that going to uh, a chinese barbecue place with a bunch of people and I've also been to Korean barbecue, so there's a there's a different. Oh, actually, I mixed it up. We went to a Korean barbecue place with a bunch of people, and there's a big there's a big big differences between Chinese barbecue and Korean barbecue. Though both of them involve the meat cooking in front of you on the table. Hmm. Um, the ch- Chinese version is not. I don't like it as much. You, everything's like in small servings on skewers, and you cook it over coal at your table, and so it, it's so hot. Like they bring hot coals, like a whole, like a little plate of hot coals, yeah. and put it down in like in a little space that's designed for it, whatever. And that heat just like emanates into your face, and mm. it's it's still even though it's fall, it's still ninety five degrees out every day here, oh high God. humidity. So like you don't you don't want that. And Dan, at this at this particular restaurant, they have little spray bottles of water for 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 you to spray each other's faces sure. during the meals to like oh, yeah. m- mitigate the effect of the heat on your face. And we've been to that place a couple times because, again, it's a place called Jurassic Barbecue, and it has mm. it's Jurassic Park themed. Sure, uh, it's like yellow. Uh, well, some of the, some of the signs say T Rex Barbecue, and other signs say Jurassic Barbecue. I don't know. There's all kinds of stuff like that, like weird idiosyncrasies here, like translation issues inside like the same place. Like there's not consistency among the translated languages and within the same business with the businesses' names. Uh, which is fun, uh, but uh, anyway, that one's fine. It's it's fun to watch like these little tiny pieces of meat drip grease down into the coal. I like that. Mm. But 
the really like transcendent experience I had was at a Korean barbecue place, and they use a lot more seasoning, a lot more flavor. Uh, we we had banchan a couple times uh, when we were doing our show. I think we did it I at Golden Korean. In fact, so much. Yep, you show up. They've got the ten or however many small bowls full of different things you can try out there before the food comes, and then you just order whatever meats and vegetables you want. So we've all had a long day, and you just like sit down. It was a table for eight people. And it's a little loud in there. It's like 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 modern electronic music, like real yeah. driving. And it's a little warm. It's not like blazing hot, uh, but you, enough that you're sweating a little bit. And then you just have all of this food in front of you, and they just keep bringing more and more and more, and they cook it right there. And uh, you know, of course, you have you. We ordered beer, but there's also like tea, and that's some kind of peach drinks. So you have three drinks in front of you, Ooh. and all it just the the entire table is covered. And I, I, it really felt like entering some sort of altered state. It's like the sweat is part of it too. Like yeah. It's not even because the spicy food is a little hot in there. So it's just over being overwhelmed by all of the food options in front of you. And that was the hot tea. Really awesome. Yeah, the tea's hot. Uh, and the, the the whole tea situation is is different. Like it's uh, they they use the hot boiling hot tea to for you to sanitize your uh, utensils. Okay. So I've, some places will that. have forks, yeah. So like you, you put I don't it think in I there. And that's the whole that was idea, you, yeah, yeah. You do that. Well, they may use water at some places too, but places mm-hmm. we've been, they use the tea. You stick it in there, but then you also drink. You also drink it, but and you anyway, keep drinking the dirty one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you do because the idea is that it like it's already been cleaned. It's like one last layer of cleaning it before you use it. So everything's already clean. So yeah, you do. You do keep drinking it. Okay. Uh, I know okay. you were joking, but. That's what you do. <laughs> anyway, that was like the one time where I walked out of there and it was like, okay, this is not something I could even come close to doing at home uh, or back in Missouri. It was fantastic. Just a wonderful experience. Felt like I'd been through something. I was like happy to be leaving after 90 minutes, uh, but still felt incredible. Just and have you gotten in trouble for and- trying to drink the dishwater at home? <laughs> We did, As we your girlfriend drink. had to say, no, Andy, that's not... Get your head out of the sink. <laughs> that's she has tea. had to say that, but for, for other reasons. <laughs> I'm just trying to lick some left, leftovers off a plate. No, you can't. You actually can't uh, drink the tap water here. All the water's bottled, and we have a... Um, you have to order a new, like, big, whatever it is, like, 10-liter drum every week or so. We're both like pretty into working out and stuff, so we go through water like crazy. Sure. To constantly order new drums of water. <laughs> so that was that one crazy dining experience I've had. I've been trying a bunch of places. Really, I've enjoyed a Muslim noodles, uh, which is like a just a special. You know, I've never had anything like that back in Missouri either, where they they uh, stretch the noodles out in the back, like where you can see them doing it, and they you know they they fry the noodles up and put whatever you want on in front of them. It was like maybe the second meal I had here. Dude, uh, just like a friend of my girlfriend's took me out for dinner. And also it's the equivalent of like a dollar fifty uh, for a massive plate of food. So I'll get the beef and potato and it has like breakfast potatoes over incredibly rich noodles with like two little pieces of beef. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, it's not what I expected. 
Uh, might as well just not have the beef on there and have this be a vegetarian <laughs> meal. Uh, you never, you really never know what you're going to get, even based on a menu description. At least that's yeah. been my experience so far. But I've eaten so much, and I still like look the same amount of healthy, but I don't feel like I should. I've just consumed, been consuming food and you know beer constantly. Because you can go out here. You know, I used to drink a lot more in uh, Missouri. Whenever you go out and do it socially, you know, I just kind of fell off that I didn't fall off the wagon uh, I wasn't I wasn't on the wagon but I uh, I just wasn't in the habit of doing that but now that you know got friends or people I don't know if I'm friends with everybody yet but like people want to hang out all the time so you go out and you, you have some beers and I'm also walking like 16,000 steps a day so that's probably part of it too jeez yeah, yeah that's How's really the crazy. old cats oh I love them Cordero's sleeping right up here oh I woke him woke him up sorry buddy Go back to bed. <laughs> I love Don't it. Don't you it, love how much they sleep? I do. What a great life. What they sleep, a life. Sleep, cuddle, eat. Um, what else <laughs> do you need? Yeah. All the good stuff. They, just, they, don't, they don't work. <laughs> yeah. They don't do anything. No, they really don't. It's really great. Uh, I, love, I love the cats so much. They get mad when they don't get fed, just like me. And they beg someone to feed them, just like I do. <laughs> We're the same. Anyway, just babbled on for a little bit, uh, pretty incoherently, I'm sure. No, that no, that I mean, that's that's your your. That was nice to hear, Andy. I I I enjoy hearing your lovely food adventures, even though I made that joke about me not wanting to hear that. Yeah, I think it's I'm very cool. That. No, Dumplings no, I, 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 I legitimately like I uh, that sounds incredible. Like I would uh, that table of food you described with the bonchon and, mm-hmm. and the table of mini drinks. You know, I love multiple beverages. Yeah. <laughs> and part of that is, you know, using chopsticks and everyone is like reaching around and it's just it's like sensory overload in the best way. It, you know, yeah. it's like watching uh, a Gaspar Noe movie on IMAX, but you're just there. Mm-hmm. But it's just eating food. I mean, that that makes a ton of sense if you know who that is. Sure. That's kind of a reference for nobody. (laughs) Um, Anyway, that was great. Dumplings are big. I cannot believe we don't have a dumpling or dim sum place in Springfield. Like, that that is outrageous. They would do so well. I can't believe some white people haven't come in and co-opted that uh, and sold to the people there. Hey, Andy. You might just be talking to the next white dumpling king of Springfield, <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> like, they're so cheap to produce and I know that because they're so cheap to buy here. Like, we'll go there and our like get a crazy amount of food and our bill will be the equivalent of like three US dollars. Uh, Andy? Now you're wild. just making me mad. Sorry. <laughs> it, Whenever they all you look bring the up same. the prices of stuff, that that just me oh you you could probably make them or buy frozen dumplings at the asian store in springfield and make them on your own and have a similar experience like the way the dumpling shops look is like you just they give you a long list of the different fillings and whenever you buy them they all look exactly the same because it's just a stuffed dumpling but you know you just get like pork and leek inside a dumpling oh dan i have to i do have to tell you that you can do this at home dan and listeners 
Dumplings are sauce delivery devices. Like the fillings can be great, but like what is extremely special about the dumplings is the sauce. Okay. They give you a little like bowl that has crushed garlic in it. And into that bowl of crushed garlic, you you pour to your liking some sesame oil, some vinegar, dark like the black dark vinegar, sure. or, and soy sauce. And then you mix it up, and it is unbelievable. Just this those mix of those four things together is one of the best things I've ever tasted. And like, I want dumplings all the time, but the truth is, I just want the sauce. And there have been a couple times where there's been like a mound of garlic in the bottom. Where I will just like, if my girlfriend or whoever I'm with is is looking the other way, I'm like, just get my finger in there, and <laughs> you know, I, I she I I do it right in front of her. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm ashamed of it. Uh, it's it's so good. You should absolutely try it, and people listening should absolutely try just mixing those things together. I gotta get That's the black uh, vinegar. I've always heard about this stuff, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I keep everything else pretty much on hand. But black sounds vinegar. like one of your sounds like one of your post punk bands. Oh. You know, speaking of uh, post-punk bands and that thing I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. uh, Colin and Nicole were there. Hey, that's great. Love great them. Missed them. them. Stood Just next to them for a second. Uh, Andy, I simply don't know how to socialize with people. I talked to them for a couple minutes and then quickly uh, lost them yeah. and and just kind of stood and stared at my phone for most of the show well whenever the band wasn't yeah. playing i uh i don't i don't think i'd be speaking out of school saying i don't think either one of the, them would identify themselves as especially social people either so i don't sure. think you need to feel bad about that well they were uh, you know time i'm a very talkative person and i'd mm. say the first uh several months that we played together our pre you know practice dinners for me saying okay well here's the thing i did because nobody else is talking (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh, i miss them i miss them all the time think about them all the time i need to message them when i'm thinking about them probably (laughs) give them a message give them a little message Uh, I, i went to see a band uh two nights ago dan uh I think I saw this. Yeah, there's yes, I did post a photo. Uh, there's an expat bar very close called uh, Hoolies. It's one of the places that people talk about, and by far my my favorite is just the the food. They just have good wings and poutine. Yeah, that's right, sure. wings and very good poutine. Mm-hmm. Uh, very close by, like it's literally a four minute walk from our apartment. Uh, the the ride, the wait and ride for the elevator is longer than the actual walk to this restaurant. <laughs> takes forever to get down the elevator I bet. here it's annoying because the halls are not air conditioned <laughs> you are sweating before you step outside <laughs> anyway you said 95 um, degrees yeah that's right Good with 100 humidity it's mm-hmm. it's a hot place man subtropical uh-huh. yeah so you eat downstairs and it's really small so this is an irish pub and it's owned by an actual irish man who's very gregarious and uh nice he introduced himself i think the second time i was in there because he recognized me from uh the night before when i he paint houses for uh yeah he's a red house painter okay so is that what you're talking about no you just said he's an irish man oh, okay <laughs> the red house painter is definitely not irish <laughs> also that guy is uh fully fully canceled now too <laughs> bye <laughs> This is me saying bye to this episode. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I went and saw a cover band with two gentlemen from the school at which I work, 
and they just hired two Russian people, like a husband and wife, to back them up. Uh, <laughs> and great. look, not going to mince words. They weren't great. <laughs> uh, they were having a lot of fun. It was a great time. They, the, the singer dude who, with whom I work is from Seattle. and it's, Everything's a grunge cover. Sure. It's like if you want to hear a grunge version of a Coldplay song, that's the place. And then they brought a, a woman up to sing a couple songs who was a friend of my girlfriend's and who's really cool. And she has an incredible voice. And those four or five songs that she did were awesome. But uh, was the great, just very strange phenomenon. Downstairs, where, where it was like, you know, 95% white expat men there to watch cricket. Uh, cricket and rugby, huge. People here love it. Sure. The expats love it. Upstairs, like 120 Asian people in this tight, crammed space that would pay attention, like full attention, like they were at a real concert if it was a song that they liked. And this was like, the, the audience like was a collective body is what it felt like. It's like, okay, we, we really, really like Take On Me. We're going to sing along every single word to, to Take On Me. But like when Smells Like Teen Spirit came on, uh, people would have the phones out, be looking at Taobao, which is the equivalent of uh, Amazon. Also, it's illegal to smoke inside here, and yet people smoke inside constantly, sure. which is a very another very strange thing. People speculate that the, the government, the government owns all the businesses, so they make a ton mm -hmm. of money on cigarettes and don't enforce that law, is what people say. But who knows? Have you taken it up? Yeah, have I taken it up with the government? <laughs> no, I mean cigarette smoking. smoking. <laughs> no, I, I no, I did forget like how your entire body oh, yeah. smells like smoke, <laughs> which I, I hadn't had that feeling in a decade since the the, the bandit in in Springfield. It's bad. And then we took showers before bed and then like got up the next day and towels smelled <laughs> like smoke <laughs> that we'd use. We could still smell it and determine, oh, it's the towels. Anyway, uh, th how strange that was to have the crowd just be fully disengaged until a song came on that they liked and then they acted like Aha was there. <laughs> yeah. Just having a Which was, crowd engaged and like... A cover band at all yeah. it seems weird, but that's cool. It, uh, honestly, it was kind of inspiring because, like, oh, I could absolutely put together a bad band and play at this bar. Sure, and, uh, yeah, probably, probably will at some point. Absolutely, you, you know what, what? What? What cover songs are making? Are you thinking covers? No, I can't remember words to covers. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I guess I could just do this charming man 10 times. Sure. I, I can do more. I, I feel like my voice works well with Morrissey's, not to compare the quality, but like just the register. Mm -hmm. I can usually pull off a Morrissey song. And the general thoughts going through your head uh -huh. at any time uh -huh. of day. Distaste you know. for humanity, uh -huh. except yeah. for people who like me, <laughs> which, which seems <laughs> to be Morrissey's like bar. Doesn't like. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's enough for me about all all stuff going on with me. Uh, what have you? But you said you've been playing some video games. You were saying that before. We don't need oh, to get boy. too into all that stuff. Andy, I'd say I don't want to get into it at all. But I've been playing The Witcher Three, and that's been a good time. That's one of my favorite games of all time. And I keep looking for something new yeah. to play, and I keep rejecting all those things and. 
embracing instead the thing that's uh, brought me comfort in the past. Uh, mm. And it's working. It's a real good game, awesome. Andy. I really enjoy it. It's great. A lot of great story there. Uh, I haven't really been, I haven't had time since I got out of quarantine. Uh, it sounds like you've been busy. Yeah. I mean, busy being social mostly and spending time with my, uh, wonderful girlfriend. It's so great to see her and I'm pretty content to just like sit on the couch and watch, you know, things that we can both enjoy. And there's a lot of overlap, but she definitely wouldn't want to watch me play video games. (laughs) And, uh, I'm not at the point yet where I want to be like in a different room doing something else. I'd rather just be with her, with her for, for now, at least. I'm sure we'll get to a point where like, we need to have some, some nights dedicated to doing our own thing, but there'll be plenty of time for video games. Andy, they're not going anywhere. Now it is frustrating, isn't the right word, but like I spent so much money on video games while I was in quarantine because I, it was just something yeah. to do was to read about what was available and look at deals. So like for some reason, I own Hitman Three. I don't even yeah. think I downloaded it. Like I bought Hitman Three for <laughs> PS Five. Don't have it. I did get uh, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. Sure, and play through the first six hours of that. And I think you know if you're looking for something. Uh, you know, a little bit more modern than The Witcher with a lot of that good storytelling. You might enjoy that one. It's pretty fun. Uh, it's not definitely not as dark as, as The Witcher as far as what I know about The Witcher, but haven't really been playing anything. Uh, I did beat Mario 3, so that's something that I would do like while my girlfriend was was showering. So like that half hour at night, I would just play through like three or four levels while, while listening to a podcast. Uh, really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really yeah, good seems game. to be the consensus yeah. on uh, Mario 3. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I did not. I hadn't played through it that far before, and I didn't know that there's kind of a. It's not exactly a secret ending, but you think you're gonna win, and mm-hmm. then you don't win. It yeah. keeps going, goes yeah. going a little far. Have you played it's through that one. one? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That so was I, a big one for uh, the whole family. Uh, dad, both brothers, uh, we'd all gather around the old yeah. Original Nintendo. I think I was just telling you the other day of some incidents with uh, my dogs pulling out the power cord to both the SNES and that original Nintendo. And I'm sure I definitely beefed a full uh, Mario 3 save because of Nick uh, (laughs) getting overexcited by something. That, that was in response to me telling you, this is the only negative cat experience I've had the entire time that I was here. And also, it doesn't matter because it was a video game thing where I was like, you know, I started a new save in Hades. And I swear, our 300 listeners, we won't spend too much time on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I started a new save in Hades. And I think I was on my like 11th run or something. And I was absolutely going to get to the final <sighs> Uh, world. I don't know if I'd have made it quite to Hades since those the the those dungeon rooms with the traps and stuff are so hard. Oh, and I was still still early in the game. Like I had one death defiance stand. That's that's where I was at. Hadn't even used it. Was like almost full health, but about to go face the champions. Sure. And then we had to pause for dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while we were playing dinner, one of the cats hopped up on the controller. You just said while it, we were playing dinner, Andy. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a <laughs> playing a dinner game. Mm-hmm. While we were eating dinner. I do this. I'm ahead of myself in my brain. Uh, brain ahead of mouth. <laughs> or behind. Your brain's kind again. of the mouth of your head. If you're not considering It sort of is, your mouth. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
The nose of the eyes of my head, too. What'd the cat do, Andy? The cat hopped up on the on the table, as cats do, hit the unpause button on the PS5 controller. Mm-hmm. I hopped up from the kids, whatever we were talking about, leapt up away from that conversation, to pause it. And uh, in that moment, just because of how that game is built, and I have to be constantly vigilant and dashing mm-hmm. away from oncoming fire, lost 80% of my health wow. before I was able to pause in uh lost to the champions by just a little bit the i was so close amount. and i was like you cat i still love you so much i don't <laughs> care about this you're the very yeah. best yeah love love the cats dan andy they're anyway. incredible yeah. I, I i i love that you got that in your life yeah so I don't know. We don't need to do a full what you eat with your mouth section, but there is another thing that I want to talk about because it is food related. My my girlfriend and I have been watching Foundation week to week. We've been watching Ted Lasso, which I will want to get back to in a second. But the thing that we've been watching the most, Dan, is season seven of The Great British Baking Show, which sure. is one of the best television shows ever made. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's so good. Have you watched it? Uh, Andy, I have not, but just there's something about being in a relationship and watching television with another person mm-hmm. that really makes you really embrace reality TV, whether it's competition based like this. Uh, this is its own thing and not yeah. as schlocky as the reality TV that I watch. But uh, I, I don't think that you... I, I don't think it's out of line to say you wouldn't be watching the great British British baking show. Um, I might now. <laughs> <laughs> there have definitely been times when she gets tired before me and I'm like, I really want to keep going. I wouldn't do that. Now, here's the thing is she absolutely would. Sure. If I got tired first, she would definitely finish an episode. A nice thing, another nice thing about that show is it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. Like every episode is identical. Like you really mm-hmm. can't tell the difference between, except, you know, people get uh, voted off. Every time somebody gets voted off means more time spent with the people left in the each episode. But it's just the tone of the show. Uh, they're truly doing it, baking for the love of baking. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are no stakes. There's no prize. You don't get anything at the end other than having one. And it's really just like the approval of this of the master bakers who are judging and the satisfaction of having created something you're proud of, which is incredible. <laughs> like, it's so good. Like, that's just the perfect stakes. It's what stakes should be. It's like intrinsic yeah. motivation. That's what, like, we try as am I, my job as a teacher to, like, foster that in kids. Like, the reward for learning is having learned. Like, you don't need a sticker or a reward at the end beyond that anyway i love it man it's so good i i think you would really enjoy it probably hey you know that's that's the same moral at the end of every episode of a bar rescue uh Mm. it's it's all about watching john taffer uh uh, fix these bars and change these people's lives and uh you know create really stupid uh bars (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'm sure I would really like that show too. I'm sure no, there's a it's, lot it's of horrible. self-improvement based reality TV that I would really like. I think you um, would hate I, it. There's a wholesomeness to Great British Baking Show that uh, I think yeah. makes it palatable. 
I'm not wholesome. <laughs> what a lie. <laughs> I oh, do love the wholesome. You're not wholesome. Please tell me about uh, the television show Ted Lasso that you've been enjoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That I did want to get. Have you watched it, Dan? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So first season of Ted Lasso has that exact same wholesome quality as Great ba- British Baking Show or Great British Bake Off, depending on where you live. Sure. <sighs> the first season is like that. And I really love that you could put it on. You knew exactly what you're getting episode. Every episode had pretty much the same feeling. It wasn't going to like challenge you, which is I love to be challenged by stuff that I watch, but sometimes I don't. And it's great to have things like Great British Bake Off in the first season of Ted Lasso to just be there and be consistent and sure. to be fun. And uh, the second season uh, is not like that. It's about like depression and panic attacks and like what 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 were these people writing this thinking and i'm sure they were thinking oh this is an opportunity to like really dig deep into these characters and it is that and it's probably a better show than it was in the first season but i'm yeah. not getting from it what i wanted you know it's a bummer it's a sh- yeah, we already got bojack horseman yeah oh i love bojack like i would yeah. watch bojack over that in pretty much any time if bojack it was is still its running, own thing like yeah they can be different things like, like it's it's it sucks, man. Like it's yeah. not. It's a. It's a good version of the thing it's trying to be, and like it, it sucks. Like I don't. I don't want to feel that way watching this show about these characters that I really came to love, uh, especially Ted Lasso. Like it, it. The thing you loved about him, you know, being such a wholesome guy, turns out to be a big problem in the second season. Like it's. A, it's a damage that he that he has from having had terrible experiences in his life. I'm like. Why? I don't. I don't want. I don't want to know about this. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. That's the message. Like that. That's a result. Like you could be that way as only as a result of trauma. I don't like it. I like that he just was a nice guy. Anyway, it sucks. It's also really good. You know that that is the thing about reality television. No matter how wholesome, uh, usually you don't have to worry about it changing the formula is so nice Mm. i wish i could find episodes of iron chef japan i i miss that so much one of my favorite tv shows of all time is that the one that had the dude who's in john wick three that dude hosted an an iron an iron chef he's the host of iron chef america okay got Uh, the host of iron chef japan i i jeez i don't know how old he would be now but he's incredible and he would take like a bite out of an onion at the beginning of every episode in the intro to the show the, the first time jake and i hung out and i actually talk about this with my students sometimes uh, as an example of details and write it uses details and writing like details from your life first time i hung out with jake he showed up at my door uh eating an onion like an apple <laughs> and i think it was just a thing he was trying out like sure. maybe maybe this will be my thing, and he threw it in the dumpster behind my house because he was not enjoying it. <laughs> anyway, oh, we love Jake. Yeah, I Andy. Some... What else we mm. got on this thing? We're gonna talk about movies. Know. We're gonna talk about any of that stuff. I'm watching uh, the John Carpenter movies. Just watched Starman. Like that. Just watched Rollerball. Not yes. John Carpenter. Really like that too. James Conn so good in Rollerball. I don't know what you've been watching, Dan. Anything cool? Um, three movies into the Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Averse, pretty mm. good. Dream Warriors, never had seen that one. Uh, 
real fun time. Nightmare 2, not very good. Not a good movie. Uh, Freddy's Revenge. Uh, mm. The first one, obviously, incredible. Watched Rashomon. Good movie. Don't know if you've heard yeah. of that one. I love that movie. I mean, good you know, it, it, it changed uh, cinematic storytelling uh, permanently for uh, it's going on. What? It's 70 years or something. When that when was that movie made? Oh, gee, I actually don't know what the year is on it. Um, 50s. What it did for me is it had Tiro Tashiro Mifune just looking mm-hmm. so good. What? Yeah. What an actor. And he's a, what a beefcake. <laughs> he's such a, he's a snack as kids said three <laughs> years ago. It's incredible. Uh, then I also watched memories of murder. Oh, I've been time. wanting to watch that forever. It's yeah. on Hulu right now. Andy, at least here in the whole USA, use that VPN to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, it's not, would you say it's on Hulu? Oh, it's I'm going to watch Hulu. that. Well, I don't have time to watch anything, but I think all uh, of Jun-ho's movies except maybe the very first one are on Hulu now. Um, Is it the restored memories of murder? Like the new, the re, the restored one? Oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. I, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. It, it looks incredible. It, have you never seen it? No, no, Andy, I haven't. It's, uh, it's one of the best. It's so, so like incredibly good. Uh, man. Yeah. I don't even have anything to say about those. You know, sometimes you just watch, some of the best movies ever made in a uh-huh. week. And uh, that's a good week. That's a good week for me. Oh, and yeah. also Peacock just got all the child's plays. We're talking oh, all boy. the way up through cult of Chucky baby. So uh, excited to get into those. I hear that seed of Chucky uh, features an explicitly non-binary puppet character. Um, hmm in that uh that that's chucky's child that's, that's really that, interesting it was a that's choice pretty, uh, pretty early on the on. part of yeah. brad dorif uh uh-huh. who, who himself is a, is a is a queer man so i'm i'm huh. excited to get into the whole thing yeah I, I, i've never made it past uh the actual original child's play trilogy that's fascinating i've not watched i don't know if i watched any of them oh yeah we yeah you know I'm ex- I'm excited for this October, Andy. I'm going to watch a whole yeah. lot of horror movies. The one the one movie that I want to watch this October is Monster Squad. Uh, like the last sure. five years, I'm like I'm going to watch Monster Squad this year, and I just haven't done it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did just look up my diary on Letterboxd, and during quarantine, from August 16th to September 4th, which is September 4th is the day we recorded and released our last episode. Dan was my last day of quarantine. Wow. I watched uh, 18 movies. And then <laughs> since I got out of quarantine from September 5th to uh, October 2nd, I watched five movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I will well, tell you that Rollerball was in at least five sittings. Uh, <laughs> oh, so I would yeah. just put it on when I could. Yeah. I watched Someone's Watching Me, which is a John Carpenter made made for TV movie that he made right before Halloween. That's really good. It's really good. Watched Point Break with my girlfriend because she heard me talking to someone else about it. I was like, hey, I would like to watch that. She didn't like it as much. She doesn't think it was a masterpiece. Great letterbox uh, entry on that one. Yeah. Uh, Christine, John Carpenter, real good. Starman, John Carpenter, also real good. Rollerball, Norman Jewison. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just one I wanted to watch for a while. 
Sure. Really good also. Liked them all. Those that is everything I've we've I've talked about everything I've watched since the last time we recorded. Uh Western movies uh coming out here soon. Definitely gonna see Dune in the theater. Nice. Uh, definitely gonna see No Time to Die in the theater. Uh, James Bond's coming out here in a few weeks. People are all the Westerners are like, Have you seen Free Guy yet? You got not to see Free Guy? It's so good. And I'm like, I bet it is. Uh don't know if I'm going to be making it <laughs> to free guy. I'm being like, no, I bet it is fun and I haven't seen it yet. But like, it's wild how many people are here are talking about free guy as if it is, uh, you know, the, the, the biggest movie to come out. Uh, I guess it is the biggest movie to have come out in a long time. Sure. But, yeah. So you've seen free guy. <laughs> Andy, haven't seen free guy. Um, I think I can pretty confidently say that I'm never, ever going to see free guy. Yeah. Um, I probably will see it. My parents also recommended it and liked it. Like a lot of people I know liked it. That's not the joke. Uh, the joke is not the perceived quality of the movie for me. The joke is that everyone is asking me if I've seen Free Guy. Hey, maybe but I should just check not- it out. Maybe I'll be the next uh, ask you if if you've seen Free Guy. That's <laughs> uh, not just imagining happen. being in the U.S. and like people being that enthusiastic about any movie. Uh, it's like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think. You seen Malignant yet? You've been out to see I, Malignant yet? Hey, I have seen Malignant yet, Andy. Hey, cool. And it's nuts. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe I ought to watch that. You know, I would say it is, at the very least, I'm going to give it a, a W-A-W, Andy. Worth a watch. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, you know, at the very least, worth a watch to read my wonderful letterboxed entry on oh, okay. it. Okay, did you do is, a spoiler uh, entry? It, you know, yeah, yeah, you're going to have to get past that spoiler line and uh it's been spoilt. Oh. Okay. Well, been spoiled. Uh yeah, uh, I'm just talking like a person from New Zealand, Dan. I work <laughs> with people from all over the place now and there's just so many great in- in- like accents of the language of English. Like I'm so curious as to how to how mine I'm curious as to how to my com, mine comes off. Yeah, I'm sure they love it when you <laughs> say stuff like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I have a I'm sure I have like a weird southern hillbilly accent, but I also mess up things I say all the time, I have to restart sentences constantly. I'm sure they think I'm very smart. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> anyway, uh, is that what else? You got anything else, Dan? We've been going a long time. Andy you know, we had talked about something, doing something else on here. <laughs> We're not going to do that. <laughs> okay. Maybe next time. Uh, yeah, yeah. That I'm, bit I'm we worked out, out over here. two months ago, <laughs> no longer going to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got a new, another one for Halloween. I'm going to go ahead and say right now, no Halloween special. <laughs> Unless it's going to be like five minutes long. Can't do it. Don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. if you write something and I put no effort in, uh, we can probably do it. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Maybe something we retired all the characters in one country and then put together in the other by another man. I don't know. Okay. Probably not. Sure. We can work something out. I'm Listen. on holiday this week. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm sweating. It's it's cool. It's cool in here. I'm I've had so much coffee and I'm now hungry again. I'm sweating. Mm. 
I'm also sweating. It's pat. It's ten thirty now. Mm-hmm. It is, of course, Friday night. Uh, I'm excited for Saturday. All right, man. Well, it's great talking to you. Great I love you, buddy. You. Love you, buddy. But why don't we do another one in October? Let's do another one. Let's do like ten of them. No, never again. <laughs> you should watch Monster Squad. I mean, we can talk about Monster Squad. Sure. Well, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening, inexplicably listening to this. Uh, and uh, I'm still very grateful for it. Absolutely. Bye. Did we have a sign off? <laughs> time next year i'm sure that you're gonna be i'll be calling you clive barker because you're gonna be a regular pinion head i'll be calling you clive barker why because i've written some books of blood (laughs) okay